Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Relentless Dairy on Podbean.com. This is Relentless Dairy on Podbean.com. Welcome to the land of bourbon and bad decisions. This is Relentless Daring on Podbean.com. Um, this week's episode is not going to be the full one hour ish episode that normally is because it is veterans day. So I'm not, obviously this is not the live show. This is pre-recorded and it's, it's a very heartfelt episode. Um, this time of year really I have to stop and reflect on those who have given the last full measure for their country, for their brothers and sisters in arms. And it probably doesn't help that I was watching all sorts of sappy, emotional tributes. Uh, The Why I Fought or the I Fought for You video. Is just, you know, the the granddad who takes his grandsons to the theater and it has Reagan's speech about the Rangers who died at Point Du Hoc. And everyone in there is telling, telling their kids and their grandkids, I fought for you. Watching Budweiser's Folds of Honor video laying out, you know, these gold star families who, you know, they're a gold star family. They, they've lost a loved one, a, a mom, a dad, a husband, a wife. And what Folds of Honor has done to help them carry on. And then they're telling their stories to members of the brewery team in St. Louis who are all veterans. I mean, it's it's this time of year we just stop and think that there was somebody willing to willing to fight and gave up their life 
for those of us who ascribe to Christianity as our religion of choice. In the book of John, chapter 15, verse 13, Christ taught his disciples, Greater love has no man than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends, according to the New International Version. And you stop and think, that's, that is the greatest gift. America is not free today because our founders got together and wrote out a treatise to King George and declaring our independence. We are free because brave men and women for the past 200-some years have been willing to lay down their lives. We ended slavery in this country because men and women were willing to lay down their lives. And and you can get into the whole political discussion. Were they really fighting to free slaves? Were they fighting because they felt the union should be kept together? Whatever, it doesn't matter. Just the very fact that they were willing to put their lives on the line for something greater than themselves is... If you don't work in a line of duty where you face death. Whether it's in the military, whether it's a police officer, a firefighter, if you're an EMS crew who has to go and, you know, try saving lives on the side of the interstate where people drive like jackasses and you could still find yourself getting hit by a vehicle that's going out of control. These are the things that a lot of people just don't think about. And if if you're enjoying the three-day weekend and you know, hey, this is a time to, you know, it's the beginning of summer and we can, you know, open up the pool, have a barbecue, drink some beers. That's all well and good. I just ask that you remember those who are not here to have that beer. Uh, the weekend that I am recording this, We're having Wagons for Warriors in Lebanon, Missouri. And I spent my day helping get set up. And seeing these guys out here who... they, They bring their chuck wagons in from across the country. And they set up. 
And anyone who's a veteran, oh my God, these are these guys are so quick. You know, hat in hand, come up, shake your hand, thank you for what you've done for this country. And I've said in the past, I am not about, you know, I'm a veteran, thank me. But these guys mean it. Many of them are veterans themselves. Hell, we had a parade of wagons that you know, left where we are having the event and went up and came down old Route 66. The slowest parade in the history of parades. And, you know, every time we go past the, past the police who are blocking off an intersection before leapfrogging up to the next one, they would turn around and look at the veteran's wagon. Thank you for your service. And we would give it right back to them. Our military right now has an incredibly difficult mission. Nothing in Afghanistan, Iraq, or Syria, or the who knows where that we have soldiers in combat or advising combatants. That's that's a hard job. Right now, we have leadership in this country who wants to take our military and just crush it into something that it's not, turning it into some social experiment. Meanwhile, the people who are willing to get their hands dirty, willing to shed blood to to mete out violence on those who would do this nation harm, they're getting set by the wayside just because. With it being Memorial Day, if you're thanking troops for their service, that's fine. My calling is that you do more. My calling is that you give back to the community. You help. And, and it can be giving money to a charity. It's it could be doing service work. It's just paying it forward. Today, getting to set up, I worked alongside uh, soldiers who are attending the NCO Academy at Fort Leonard Wood. These are sergeants who are at the uh, who are trying to get promoted to staff sergeant. Staff sergeants looking to get promoted to sergeant first class. Specialists, corporals looking to get promoted to sergeant. The leaders that this military needs. And they were down working side by side with us to get this event set up. And they didn't have to be. But they chose to. And after a long day, it I got down there at like 7.30 this morning. And I think it was almost 5 o'clock, you know, tonight when 
I finally had a chance to sit down with Steve and Mitch and talk to them about you know what they do and just to profile them because what they do for the soldiers and veterans in this area is so outstanding. I I hope you enjoy that interview and I really hope you get a lot more out of this than, you know, Oh, well, it's Memorial Day. Support the troops. Again, thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do all my advertising spiels now. It's really not much of a spiel because, please, my sponsors, Built Bar, Drizzly, My Patriot Supply, all their links are in the show notes. Please go check them out. All of that goes into keeping this show on the air, especially if you buy things. Um, again, you know, Built Bars is the absolute greatest protein bar you can get on the market. It's like a candy bar. I know there's people out there, well, if it's like a candy bar, why don't they just eat the candy bar? I mean, you could, but if you're trying to, I don't know, watch your weight... Having a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar is an awful, awful good thing when there's, you know, low-carb, relatively low-calorie. You know, same-size Snickers bar is going to have over 400 calories to compared to a 130-calorie built bar. I mean, come on. If if you know you need to lose weight and you, you're trying to turn things around, go with the built bar. You know, my patron supply... Things are getting um, crazy. Our national debt's out of control. China is trying to take over the world. You never know when the inflation is just going to turn into stagflation and your, your money's not going to be worth a whole heck of a lot. We're already seeing rising uh, food prices at the stores. So go to My Patriot Supply. Go ahead and start buying your... Uh, your survival kit now. Get that food preparation, that food storage system where there's good plastic totes that you can stack them up easily in the closet. You know, if it floods, they'll float. Grab them before they float away. No one ever says that in any of the ads. Oh, they float in the flood. Well, yeah, you better catch them before they're gone. But yeah. My page supply, and also Drizzly. Um, sometimes it's crazy. Sometimes you can't get out to, you know, get that wine ordered for dinner, bought for dinner, or you have friends coming over and you know eat beer for the game or whatever it is. Drizzly.com. You can go there and you can order, and it's, it's like Uber Eats but for alcohol. They're one of the leaders in the uh, in the industry for, you know, home alcohol delivery. And they're, they're always expanding their markets. And there's a lot of places you can have your alcohol delivered in as little as an hour. People like me who live out in the boonies where, yeah, you can get drizzly. It might take a day or two to 
find someone who's willing to drive it up there. But, hey, you know, we'll get it to you. Drizzly.com, again, use the link in the show notes. That way I get credit for it. Um, again, thank you so very much for listening. And, again, enjoy this interview with uh, Steve Hull, Mitch Morgan. They are the co-founders and co-presidents of Wagons for Warriors. And let me tell you, there's absolutely great guys, and I cannot tell you how much I thank them for their service. All right, so I am here at Lebanon, Missouri for Wags for Warriors uh, with the founders of this great organization, my dad, Mitch Morgan, and his friend, Steve Hull. Um, so how long y'all been involved doing this kind of stuff for soldiers and for veterans? Oh, we, this will be our 10th year, for, 10th year for Wagons for Warriors, and we we started in actually we've been doing this eleven, but we couldn't have it last year. Right, right. damn COVID. Yeah, but I'm, yeah. So uh, <laughs> now then, uh, this is our tenth annual. It's our tenth annual. We had to skip last year. Uh, then we we were done. We were going to San Antonio. Really, how this started, and uh, I I was I worked. I retired from Fort Leonard, and I always wanted to take my wagon down there and, and cook for some of the cavalry. Or whatever. Cavalry. Yep. Cook for some of them guys, whatever. And it just never come about. And finally, Miss got invited me to go to San Antonio, Fort Sam Houston, and cook for the Wounded Warriors up there. The actual cook for the Warriors. And uh, this was back during the, during the Iraq, Afghanistan. Heavy. Heavy, heavy, heavy combat mm-hmm. up there. So there were some seriously, seriously injured soldiers that we were cooking for and feeding. And... Uh, we rode up there how many years? It's I, we'd, we'd ride down there. We'd done there three or four years, maybe five. And we'd drive. That trip home was a long trip. So we'd talk. You know, we need to do this. We need to do this in our hometown. I wanted to do it at Fort Wood. But me and Mitch got there's too much red tape kind of doing yeah. on the government. Oh, yeah. Lazy, so we just decided, you know what? We can do this in Lebanon instead of cooking for the warriors, actually directly for them, we cook, charge the public come and eat and then take the money and help them. Right. And donate. Our, don't we, and our money all 100% after expenses goes, <clears throat> excuse me, to wounded warriors. We're not affiliated we're not, with we're any not paid. We're not paid staff. We're not affiliated with anybody but us. And, and everybody who is on the staff, they're, they're all volunteers. Volunteers. So... so, so I know that, that's a big problem. People look like Wounded Warrior Program stuff, and they look at how much goes to the overhead and staff pay and all that. And some, sometimes people wonder, like, well, that, that $19 a month that they give to that, how much of it's actually going towards soldier programs? But, you know, how much, how much have y'all donated or raised since you started doing this here? All right. The first year, the first year, 2020, or no. 2010? Uh, 20, no, 2020 was our... 2010. No, 2010. 2010 was our first year. I said 2020. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long day, people. Anyway, we started this deal. We had five chuck wagons. Mm-hmm. We raised $2,500, and we give that to a vet that had some medical needs. He got the whole check. He got the right. whole check. <laughs> but... 
Last year, I think we then we Steve raised in the excess of forty thousand. Yeah. Before now we had to pay expenses out of that. You know, we yeah we we got to put out a we got to spend a little to make money for our veterans. And a good a good example of expenses, just like this year, it cost us thirteen hundred dollars just to get our meat shipped here. Right. Uh, our meat is donated. But you still got to pay to get it up here. Right. And pay to get it up here. But uh, it's. It's been a hell of an experience. (laughs) Things are so much different. It's getting bigger, and I guess that's a good thing. Me and Brother Mitch, at one time, we would drive down the week before Wagons for Warriors, which we didn't really have time to do that. Mm -hmm. We'd drive to Baytown, Texas, which is down by Galveston. It's right on the coast. We'd drive down there, take a trailer full of deep freezes. They would put that meat in there frozen, shut the lid on them. We would turn around and head home spend the night in Oklahoma and come back here the next day. And uh, I'd like to say, too, thank Ramey's. Yeah, Price Cutter. Price Cutter. Price Cutter here, Ramey. Price Cutter for letting uh, us use their coolers to prick the meat in when we get it back here. When that, oh, meat, yeah. when that meat gets shipped here, it goes straight to Price Cutter. And, they, and they take care of it for us. And it's a whole pallet of meat. so you gotta Yeah, I, I, I was helping unload it earlier. <laughs> yeah. So we got to have a place to put it. Oh, yeah. Um so, trying to think. So, y'all been doing this for ten years, ish. Here, there, there, there's an asterisk next to it because of that damn COVID. Um, so, as what for four or five years, you're going down to down to Bliss because I know I I went from Fort Hood down to Bliss and seeing you there. Fort Hood or Fort yeah, Sam? Yeah, Fort yeah Fort Sam had uh yeah for, for the last couple of years before I ended up moving back home. So. I mean, how how much other stuff do you do as far as the chuck wagon stuff around the country? Well, we do uh, we do competition chuck wagon cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go to Red Steagall's every October. This year we get to go. We didn't, of course, again the China virus. <laughs> they didn't get to have Red Steagall's. Right. But this year will be his like we should have been his thirtieth last year. It's his thirtieth this year. Right. And uh, we've been going there. We go all over the country. We cook in Kansas, Texas, Oklahoma. Uh, we even cook in Missouri. Tennessee. <laughs> uh, we just won the championship in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, a few weeks ago. Yeah, I, I remember seeing the uh, the buckles on Facebook. That, yeah. Hey, y'all just took all the buckles. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think we got, what, tw- about 29 cooking wagons this year. Yeah. But we had some that, but we had more than that scheduled. But due to death and families and illness, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and families first. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so, this the background for the two of you. Y'all are both military. Right. Uh, Dad, what, what's yours? I was Army. Army, I spent eight years, nine months, one day in the Army. Uh, I was deployed to Thailand. I was deployed to Vietnam. I was deployed to Germany. And... Uh, I was out eight years, and I joined the National Guard, and my, I tear up a little bit, don't worry about it. <laughs> I got to take my oldest son on his first deployment. <laughs> cool. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, my first deployment was 2003, and it was to Iraq. It wasn't a, wasn't a sightseeing tour to, you know, do uh, civil engineering in Panama. Yeah. That was his senior trip, <laughs> just like mine in Vietnam. <laughs> Steve, what's your background? 
Well, I was trying to keep out of the draft. <laughs> so you enlisted. So actually, I, actually, I joined. I was in the National Guard. Okay. And uh, so I was going to the National Guard. Well, everybody in there was older than me, and uh, they'd come in on the weekends, and they were all having a good time. And I wasn't even twenty-one yet, of course. And I was just thinking, you know what? I can't. I can't do this for six years. <laughs> so I just went down, joined the Navy. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm a Vietnam Air Navy vet. So okay. I, I was aboard a destroyer tender, USS Yellowstone, and uh, we, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I really did. Right, is there anything that you want to say to veterans who are listening to this or any active service members who, who are listening to the show? Thank you that we can say the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. And we, uh, we all work our butts off at Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. It's come out here and watch, but you're the reason we do. Thank y'all guys so much. Thank you for what you do for for the other veterans, for the soldiers. Uh, There's a you know a group of volunteers from Fort Leonard Wood down here today yeah, who's I, helping. I got to give him kudos because I'm telling you, them young men and women come down here. They're in the NCO Academy. They got to do so much community service work, volunteer work. And we have the cream of the crop to them. And their work, they're the workingest people I've ever seen. I am so excited to have them. And they just, this morning we was putting up two big old tents. And uh, Sergeant well, Travis, Sergeant Travis, he's, that's his first name. But he came over and he, he was listening to me, telling how to, showing him how to set that first tent up. We got it. Got it put up, and I turned around, and they done had the other one up. <laughs> and I wasn't even over there. So, uh, that's, they're just, and I, I want to give thanks to our NCO Academy at Fort Leonard, Missouri, and the staff down there to allow them soldiers to go out in the community and do projects for who, who have, you know, are good. All right. Again, thanks. Thanks so much for taking the time. I know y'all have been working your asses off all day, run here, there, everywhere. I was trying to keep up with everything, too, because I took a vacation day last year to set up, and then COVID. And so being able to come down and help actually put some sweat equity into what goes on to, and just like everyone else who comes here, I will be be paying my $10. I'm not going to, well, I worked, and, you know, yeah, I'm glad to give my money to this because it's going to go to help guys who need it. So, again, thank you for what you do to help everyone who's still in and to help other people who have served. I think that's one of my biggest things that's always hung me up is that for the longest time, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Okay, that's good. I, I appreciate that you appreciate my service, but what are you doing? So, seeing people turn around and Pay it forward. It's just that's the one one thing I always want to leave people with at at Memorial Day, at Veterans Day. It's great that you thank guys for the service, but to actually do something for them, that is the biggest thing. Again, gentlemen, thank you so much for what you've done. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for sitting down with us. Thank you, son. Yep. Thank you, Dad. Steve.
All right, so again, that was my amazing dad and Steve Hull, who put together Wagons for Warriors every year and just do an absolute bang-up job on it. Again, I am so thankful for them and everything they do. But most of all, again, like I said, this is this is a weekend where we're supposed to remember, you know, truly memorialize those who laid down their lives for this country. And during my time at Fort Knox, I was on a two-man funeral detail that would do the funerals for veterans. And... You know, for the handful of funerals that I did, I was incredibly honored to be able to do it. And I'm going to close the show with the one thing that happened. Every funeral, regardless of weather, regardless of, you know, a local VFW or American Legion stepping in saying we didn't fold the flag just right. Um, I was not a trumpet player, but we had a silver bugle that had the electric bugle inside where you push a button and it plays taps. And to this day when I hear taps play, it just hits me right in my heartstrings because I know I've seen the faces of people burying their loved ones while that song is played after we fold the flag and hand it to them. And I know how much it means. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening to this week's episode. And, as always, stay relentless. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 